Another episode of Podfulness. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And please follow us on Instagram at Podfulness is the handle. And follow our channel on YouTube. And if you like what you're seeing and hearing, please share it with other people in your life that you love or that you like. You don't have to love them. You can just like them. That'd be great. So a little bit about me. I have a background in television. And a long, long time ago, a long time ago, I was a children's television personality. It was a solid decade before any of my guests this season were even alive. So this was in the mid-90s. And TV moves quick. You have 30 seconds to deliver a message. You have 60 seconds, and you can't pause. You can't take a breath. But with podcasts, you can take as much time as you want. And that concept is new to me. So I rush sometimes and I really need to chill a bit. I need to relax and not feel like I have to fill every second of airtime. I have to embrace the pause. But at what point does pausing to long become awkward probably right now are you ready for another episode of podfulness let's get to it We're about to spend some time with Zaid. He is my guest this week. Zaid is almost 17 years old. He plays in his bands at school. He is an athlete. He spends a lot of time on his device, and we'll get to that. And I have to tell you right now that Zaid and I, we played a game at the end of the episode where about, oh, one-fifth of the way through, I knew it was going to be a really long game for him. I was asking him questions that he had no clue how to answer. I feel kind of bad because the game was really hard, but I'm going to leave it in there. It's not quite cringeworthy, but I felt bad for the guy. But he had a good spirit about it. So uh, I think that in the end, he felt like a winner, even though he scored pretty much no points. So that should be fun for you. So without further ado, whatever ado is, let's get to the interview with Zaid. Zaid, welcome to Podfulness. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, so tell course. everybody that's listening or watching on YouTube a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm Zaid. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about to turn 17. I'm 16. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in all sorts of things. Um, right. I love hanging out with my friends. I love playing baseball. Love doing all that kinds of stuff what position are you at baseball what position do you play uh i play like catcher right now catcher and pitcher okay yeah yeah i'm just kind of all around the place just trying to help out my team right but yeah um i love spending time with my family and you're a musician too aren't you yeah um i play french horn and trumpet and my band's at school so that's really fun do you like one better than the other um you know i i've been playing french horn definitely longer 
So that's that's kind of like I like it more, but at the same time, trumpet's a lot easier to learn, and it's a lot of fun playing jazz trumpet and in that style. Yeah. Right. So you are in two bands at your school, right? Mm-hmm. So one um, is where you play the French horn, and that's what yeah, is that called? That's that... wind ensemble in my school, and then where I play trumpet is called jazz ensemble. Okay. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you play for fun at home or do you only play when you know you have to practice for a I performance? Mean, I think this year, especially, I've started to play more of my French horn for fun at home because I've started to like really get into it, really right. enjoy it. Um, trumpet, I would say it's a lot of fun to play like, you know, little jazz licks on the trumpet. Uh-huh. I say like that's a lot of fun. Um, but definitely like practicing the harder things is still something that I don't like to do a ton. <laughs> Right. Of course. Eh, nobody does. Practice. Practice is practice, right? Game mm-hmm. time is a lot more fun. Yeah. So would you play like when you go to college? Do you think you'd play in a band in college, play trumpet? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm trumpet, talking about like a rock band, like a party a band, not band? necessarily oh, like a marching band yeah, or something. No, honestly, that. Yeah, I haven't really thought about that a ton, but that would be really fun now that you mention it, like playing in a band. But I would probably have to put myself out there more. What do you mean? You're, are you a an introvert? I wouldn't say I'm an introvert, but like when it comes to the band space, I, um, I just kind of do it for fun right now. And I'm not yeah. super, I would say I'm not super involved, but trying to get more involved, trying to develop more relationships with people. Okay. And you're able to do that off your phone? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say so for the most part. Yeah. So would you say that that's networking? That's what we adults probably call networking. Yeah, it's developing a relationships. Yeah, that's a fa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the fancy network. term. Yeah. Right. So what do you want to do when you get out of high school? What are your interests? Um, I Yeah, yeah. I want to pursue some sort of degree in probably economics or political science, somewhere around those areas. No maybe. Kidding. Yeah. How does a 16, soon to be 17 year old get interested in economics? You know, I've, I don't know, from like, since I was a little kid, I've just always been kind of interested in finance. And like, I started investing at a really young age. That was a lot of fun for me. But I don't know, it's just always kind of clicked in my brain. Was it an investment club, like through school where you were using play money or were you Um, using real money? No, it was, it was real money. I started when I was about like, I would say like nine or 10. Um, my dad tried to set up like an account, like mm-hmm. where it'd be under his name. And then I could kind of control the investments. Um, I don't, it's not like I have like a ton of money in it, you know, super safe investments, obviously, but. Right. So yeah, what you were just, investing in Apple? Yeah, basically, you know, just like the major companies, you got like Apple, you got Microsoft, all of those companies, but Microsoft, if big. you're watching it now, didn't Microsoft because of their relationship with AI, isn't their stock going a little bit higher because yeah, they kind of own that market. Yeah, it is. It's interesting right now. Yeah. It's going a little higher. So if you're into numbers, I know you also play fantasy football, right? Mm-hmm. So are there similarities between watching the stock market and watching uh, some players and their fantasy value? Definitely. It's definitely like a big thing. And um, I mean, obviously the thing with fantasy football is it's just so unpredictable. You can never predict what's going to happen with a player whether they're going to get injured, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. So you just kind of have to, it's very spontaneous. It's very, you know, you just, you just have to see what happens with the player and just go from there really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's your main football team that you cheer for? Um, I cheer for the Colts. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
All right. Very yeah, nice. Big Colts fan. Awesome. Um, so other sports teams that you follow? Who are they? Um, I follow the Cardinals. I've been my family has been a diehard Cardinals fan base family for yeah. the longest time. I mean, going back generations. Um, and that's baseball for anybody who doesn't know, but thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, big Cardinals family, you know. People were thinking been... the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. They realized that. You can uh, never they... know. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. But... Right. A Phoenix. That's where they play. <laughs> Thank you for setting me straight, Zade. Um, I know you're also into baking. That's one of your hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to to bake with my mom. That's that's a lot of fun, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say I'm I'm very good at it, but I definitely love to partake and just like bake really simple things. It gives me a feeling of satisfaction, I would say. Right. Because you said, I know you're looking at a career maybe in economics or political science, but your dream job would be to be a food critic. Mm, Yeah, I do. I just love, love good food and to be able to evaluate how, um, how much I enjoy a certain food and get paid for that. That just sounds like awesome to, to me. get yeah. paid for it and have your meal covered. Yeah, also. exactly. Oh my gosh. So what is your Same favorite job. genre of food? Are you, do you like Greek food, Italian food? Um, I, I do. I love Italian food. I was recently in Chicago and we had a really good Italian meal there. Um, me and my family. And yeah, that was, it was fantastic. It was expensive, but it was yeah. definitely worth it. Well, did you tell them who you were going to be in the future? They would have comped your meal. Maybe they would have. I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, being a food critic isn't necessarily what I think I might pursue, but it's definitely a dream job, I would say. Yeah. Right. Uh, tell me about your personality. I ask, I always send a questionnaire out to folks. So thanks for filling that out. And you mentioned yeah. that part of your personality is that you're flexible. Yeah, I would say in my family, definitely have to be a more like flexible person. Um, I just try to, to kind of go with the flow and sometimes it's hard to do that, but you just gotta, just gotta go with the flow. Just gotta keep going through life. And so what makes your family unique that you need that flexibility? My sister has a disability, um, and that just kind of limits our family, but obviously I love my sister. I love our family. Uh, for the way that we are. And yeah, yeah, I just try to be helpful and supportful any way I can. How has having a sister with special needs affected the way you are with other people, even strangers? Yeah, I think it's definitely brought on a mindset of trying to like not assume too much about people and trying to be kind because you don't know where people come from. You don't know what situation they're in. Um, And I really like try to spread that message throughout the world. Right. Uh, are your friends like you? Do you feel like you have like-minded friends? I mean, I don't know. Some of them are like-minded. Some are are not. But sometimes, you know, I don't have to agree um, with everything with my friends. Right. Um, you know, I just kind of, I love my friends for who they are, not necessarily like who they're not. Oh, all right. I like that. Yeah. Um, I asked you what three famous people, dead or alive, you'd like to have dinner with Mm. and these three were not on my radar at least not in my (laughs) life right so number one is john d rockefeller yeah i'm assuming you're going to ask him questions related to economics right i mean yeah definitely something like that i mean he he was just dominant and uh one of the richest the richest american of all time for sure and 
at one point just owned, controlled, I believe, 90% of America's oil, which is just, that's just massive. So I would definitely right. ask him a lot of questions about the steps he had to take to be able to get to that point right. in his life. And then someone else who liked to dominate was Genghis Khan. Genghis he was on. He was. What would you uh, yeah. ask Genghis? Uh, you know, I I didn't really have any questions in mind for him, but I just think he's a really interesting guy. Like, I well, I just want to know what what's going on in his mental state. You know, I don't sure. Yeah, right. Just super, super complex personality. Then, I think. And then you also said Marcus Aurelius. I had a friend in grade school who used to call me that. <laughs> and I didn't have Google around and I had no yeah. idea what he was even talking about. So Marcus Aurelius, why him? He was a Roman empire or a Roman leader, right? Yeah. 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 He was the, uh, the Roman emperor basically that marked like the golden age of Rome. And he was definitely like, I think he was a super like empathetic, but also feared person, which I think is really like admirable. And I would want to know like, just about him and how he kind of he kind of went about that to be in such a position of power yeah and be feared by his enemies but loved by the people um in rome oh that's interesting okay yeah well let me know when that dinner happens and i'll come over i will i will i'd like to record that on video um zaid i have a hat here where i i put in a bunch of random questions do you mind if i reach in and ask you a few yeah of course okay so here we go nothing is is pre-planned just grabbing a, one of these questions. Here we go. This question is, other than health and children, okay, let me change that. Other than health and mm -hmm. family, unless okay. do you have any children of your own? Not, not yet. Not yet. yet. Okay. What is your most priceless possession other than your health and your family? Ooh, um, honestly, I would probably say my phone, which your phone. is it's priceless. I mean... Yeah, I would say I would think like a lot of people around my age would also say that just because almost our, our world re revolves like around our phones. That's true. Yeah, that's true. All right. Let me ask you another one here. This question is, Zaid, what historical event would you like to go back in time and experience? Just mm. you can just be there when it happens. You'd be safe. Nothing would happen to you. You'd just be seeing it as it happens. Okay. I would probably say um the spark that started world war one the um when oh what's his name but it's um it's when the black hand basically assassinates franz ferdinand that's his oh name. yeah okay and i think i would be because i uh what i've read that's a really like chaotic scene and it's uh i don't know if you've heard like of the butterfly effect and how that works but it's basically like a small event uh -huh. spiraling and like right. leading to like different events in the future like way in the future and really have that like super small event. so this was the first pebble yeah dropped in the water and then mm -hmm. okay yeah totally. wow, you're going to a dark moment i guess yeah and then it's finally one more one more question here what would you want with you if you were stranded on a desert island um there's probably... no wi-fi there's no wi-fi Zay. no wi-fi no oh. That's tough. No though. data plan. Uh, I would probably say another person because I know like even if I'm not going to survive, at least I'm not going to go crazy or anything like that. So I'll, I'll probably need like 
another person, whether it be a stranger or someone I'm super close to, just just anybody to keep me company on that desert island. I would probably want another person who knows how to build a boat out of sand. Oh, yeah. That would probably be be smart. I didn't know if we were getting that specific. Well, (laughs) no, I just decided to go that way. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. So, Zaid, is there any question that you have for me? I like to, since I'm talking to teenagers, I like to be a mentor Mm. uh, to them. So is there any question about adult life that you have that you've been pondering? If Um, not, that's okay. How, it's a question about this podcast, actually. Like, how Mm. did you come about um, to create Podfulness? And how did that kind of start for you? Well, Zaid, it's always been a dream of mine since 2020 to have a podcast. No, I, um, I needed a hobby. Right. So I've yeah. got two boys of my own who don't really need me as much as they used to. One is 17, mm-hmm. which is your age, and uh, one's in college. And I needed to find something to do with my free time. Otherwise, I was going to go crazy. Yeah. And I have a background in television and I like editing. And so I thought it would be fun. And I wanted to uh, talk to my friends about what podcasts they listen to mm-hmm. and that they can recommend. Uh, so I can listen to them. And then I thought, I'll just make a show about it. So the first season yeah. was just my friends and my colleagues coming on and talking about their favorite podcasts, many of which now I'd listen to in rotation because I'm in my car a lot for my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second season, I just thought it would be fun to bring teenagers on to find out what they're listening to. So yeah. it was really created out of necessity. Otherwise, I'd go crazy. Yeah. I like to talk to people. That's maybe my only talent. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you have many more talents. Hey, I've heard your music. Oh, Zay, we can... in itself, that it's just yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Love You're the a... albums. Big fan. Yeah, thanks, Zay. I appreciate that. All right, <laughs> we're going to take a little break. And what we're going to do after this is we're going to talk about what you're streaming. All right, sounds good. Well, Zay, you asked me about my podcast. So let me ask you this Are there any podcasts that you listen to? I actually, I listened to a podcast, oddly enough, about fantasy football, which we talked about earlier. Okay, sure. But yeah, yeah, it's a ESPN fantasy football podcast. And honestly, I just think uh, a couple of the guys on there are just pretty funny. So it kind of brings a bright spot to my day to listen to that, even if uh, I feel really like nerdy doing it, honestly. And does this um, podcast, do they only have episodes during the football season or is it year round? Uh I believe it's uh, the ones I listen to are usually only during the football season. I'm not like yeah. a big, I'm not a humongous football fan where I follow it constantly during yeah. the off season. It's mainly during season for me. Yeah. Right. What about your parents? Is there a podcast that they um, listen to religiously? Yeah. My mom is a big fan of like true crime podcasts. Oh, it's so popular. Yes. Really popular, especially among her age group, kind of like middle-aged white women (laughs) but yeah she loves the true crime she'll listen to it while she's doing anything really work cleaning helping out with my brother anything like that yeah do you ever hear her just gasp yes all the time and it freaks you out like she's hurt yeah yeah i'm wondering like what's happening what's going on and she'll tell me about this story that's happening in the podcast which is a super you know like long drawn on story right and I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of understand what's what's happening now. Yeah, mom, just let me know you're okay. I don't need to know yeah. the whole, whole story yeah. of what you've been listening to. All right, so movie-wise, are you do you like going to the movies or do you prefer watching them at home? I, I definitely love going to the movies. I, I definitely enjoy watching them in theater more, but anything major that I don't catch in theaters, I'll definitely watch it at home. Uh, when it comes on one of the streaming services, you know, yep. I'm not I'm not paying a ton of money to 
seek out trolls too or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny the funny thing is you don't have to anymore, right? Like yeah, if you have a couple of streaming services, you have enough to keep you busy. During the the writer strike, I, I know a lot of shows stopped production, but there was so much from a viewer standpoint, there was so much I hadn't seen yet that mm -hmm. I didn't really notice the writer strike. But I know they did. I'm glad they they worked all of that out. Um, did, were you into the whole Barbenheimer craze? Did you see both of those um... movies? I saw Barbie in theaters, but I did not see Oppenheimer, mainly because I couldn't get my mom to go with me because she didn't want to see it. And I didn't really get it figured out with my dad because I'm not to the age yet where I can watch the, those R-rated movies. Oh, I see. Have you myself. ever seen an R-rated movie, Zaid? Uh, in theaters? Oh, yeah. at home? Yeah, yeah I know. I'm it's a little different at home. <laughs> no, never. I've never seen... No, I'm not to that point yet. You know, I got to be 18 plus before it's legal well, for me to do that's that. That's interesting, Zay, because you said that one of your favorite movies is The Wolf of Wall Street. And I'm pretty sure that's not PG. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I watched the PG version. I, uh, oh, you I did? just censor out yeah, all the yeah. cursing. Yeah, It was like seven minutes. That movie was <laughs> so... That scene where Jonah Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio are tripping out in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I cannot... I was so... I was on the floor laughing so hard. They did such a great job. With yeah, that. it's hilarious. On your list is The Dark Knight, probably one of the greatest movies of all mm -hmm. time, right? Yeah. I Every time I Dark watch Knight. it, there's something new to watch to see. Yeah. It. Yeah. So yeah. you have you have all the classics. So what about TV shows? What's your uh, favorite TV show? Um, you know, right now I've honestly have not been watching a ton of TV, but I have been replaying TV shows like Friends and The Office. Obviously, like big yeah. classics. Yep. But uh, Parks and Rec, too. Those are kind of my three, like, favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah. It, it's interesting because The Office and Parks and Rec, uh, they're so different in their comedy, mm -hmm. right? One you yeah. watch and you feel good. The other one's just so cringy, but they're both yeah. so funny. Yeah. I love I love the comedy in both of them. It's, it's very different. It's contrasting, but I definitely love it. So would you say you spend more time streaming video or listening to music? Um, I would probably say streaming video, whether but most of it being on my phone, probably, um, whether that be like apps like TikTok or YouTube. Yep. So even though you have probably a nice size TV at home, right? Mm -hmm. You would still rather watch this screen right here than a bigger screen. I would say it's it's mainly just convenience for me. Like, okay. you know, it's especially when I'm feeling lazy and I feel like watching something. It's just so much easier to watch that on my phone than, you know, have to get up and walk 30 feet downstairs. Yeah, it's so far. <laughs> so what and you have to do steps. I know. So what are that? What are you watching on YouTube? Just whatever. Like you just go to the search bar and search for some of your favorite. Yeah. I mean, YouTube definitely recommends a lot of good stuff that I like to watch, just whether that be on the homepage, you know, with all the data they collect of me. So much. I think they know more about me than I know about myself. Isn't but, that something? Yeah, it's so interesting. But I mean, um, there's no app. There, every app has an algorithm, right? So mm -hmm. TikTok is constantly recommending things to you. Um, Snapchat probably not. Well, Snapchat has a for you page, right? Um, sort of. They have they have kind of like something similar to TikTok and like Instagram Reels. I right. believe it's called Spotlight. Yeah, I don't watch that a ton though. Okay, but it's wild on YouTube. I just look up like uh, football highlights, and then it's. 10 greatest mm -hmm. catches, 15 yeah. most amazing plays by a punter. 
yeah. worst coaching decisions ever. It's it's yeah, not there's no end unlimited entertainment. Have you ever seen the first video ever that was aired on YouTube? Uh yeah, the one from I forget who the creator is, but it's like something about the zoo. Yeah, he went to the zoo and it was uh -huh. like a 30 second video. Just, yeah, super simple. Who would have known that that would have launched? Yeah, it's crazy. This mega company. Uh what's your favorite non-social app? Um I love like this color by game app or color like it's kind of like a color by number app almost called okay. like I love you where H-U-E, I'm assuming. H-U-E, yeah, Hue. Yeah, um, and you kind of just have to like match up the colors to to make like a perfect little shape. And it's really satisfying. Okay. Once you get, like, you, know, you get it because all the colors blend in perfectly with each other. So, so it just gives me that dopamine rush. That that's right. I get so it. there's ASMR, which is auditory. Yeah. And then there are things like that app, which is visual, mm -hmm. right? So really, you feel a dopamine rush when you when you get it? I would say like a mini dopamine rush. Yeah, but it feels it makes me feel like I feel like it's a different dopamine rush than, say, like watching something like a YouTube video or a TikTok, um, right. like watching TikToks, because it's more like um, it's more interactive, first of all, because I'm moving all these things. And um, I would say, yeah, let's just say it's like a it's a different experience in my brain. Okay. Okay. Do you think you could go a day without your phone? I think I could definitely. Um, and I mean, I have in the past, um, whether that be on like vacations or something like that. Right. Um, like I went on a camping trip with my family a while back and I went, you know, three or four days without my phone, which wasn't necessarily impossible. Uh, I mean, it was challenging, but yeah, at the same sure. time, it kind of made me realize that a lot of the stuff I do on my phone isn't necessary in day-to-day -day life. And it really just like kind of distracts me from the beauty of life sometimes. The best trip I ever took was when uh, we went to Yellowstone a few years ago and they have no service in mm -hmm. Yellowstone. And people were looking up and looking around and taking pictures for each other. And then as soon as you got back to where you had a signal, it was uh, yeah. over. That interaction was over. So, yeah. well, Zade, I like that you have control over it. Uh, cause if you don't, it's going to control you yeah. for sure. Uh, and what I want to do right now is I want to move on to game time because I have a game that I'm a little worried. You're not going to get any of the answers. Correct. I'm excited. I okay. think I'll get some of the answers. Don't doubt me too much. We will find out. When I graduated from high school, the number one song in the country was one more try by George Michael. Have you ever heard that song before? I've never heard that song before. Have you heard of George Michael? I have heard of him, yeah. Okay. He was in Wham and yeah. all that. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I loved listening to music as a teenager, as most teenagers do. So what mm -hmm. I did, Zaid, was I asked your mom, what year did she graduate <laughs> from high school? Do you know when she graduated from high school? Ooh. No, I don't think so. It was 1994. Okay. Okay. And so... I looked up online, what were the top 10 most popular songs from 1994? Mm. And we're going to find out if you're able to give the answers in this game that I'm calling Chart Toppers. Pop from okay. this. That's so fun. what I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you the introduction of the song. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we'll see if you can figure out if you've even heard the song, if you know the title or the band, and then I'll play you part of the course. Now, for copyright reasons, I can only play 10 seconds of the song. 
Yeah. Otherwise, Spotify won't let me air the show. Yeah. Because I'm not paying for the rights to these songs, right? <laughs> but but you could use just a little bit of it. You don't so, have the money for that? Uh, not, not quite yet. I don't have the advertising revenue. But soon. So we're going to start with song number 10 for the year 1994. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Okay. So listen close. This is just the introduction. Here we go. Cue it up and action. I will survive. That's all you get. Okay. That's just the introduction. You have no clue, correct? Yeah, I've I have no clue. Yeah. Perhaps people in the audience know this is the number 10 song for 1994. Here's part mm -hmm. of the chorus. Right. Don't turn around. That's all you get. Okay. Zayd, what's the title of that song? Um, you know, I really have no clue, but maybe like Heartbreak or something like that. <laughs> heartbreak. The title was Don't Turn Around. Oh, okay. Is By it the Madonna? Group? No. No, no. Ace of Bass. Oh, okay. Yeah. This. Okay, so you have a new favorite song to look up. Are you all ready? Right, all right. So yeah. you didn't get anything there. No points. It's okay. This is a song. Number nine for the year 1994. That's all you get. Have you heard that introduction ever? Never heard that introduction. Okay, no. then that means you'll probably never heard this chorus. Here's the chorus yeah. for the song. Music wasn't so good in 1994, was it? I mean, I would say it's definitely a style of music. Yeah. I don't now, mind you, it. Now, do you know what band that was? I, I have really no clue. I mean, like, I wish I even knew any 90s bands. I feel like I should, but. <laughs> well, I will let you know that that's the same band as number 10. Oh, wow. Ace of that's Bass. Rough. Their second top 10 hit that year, All That She Wants. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? We need to move on. We do. I really want you to know one of these songs, okay? I really want to know one of these songs. So here we go. Here we go. It's the intro to song number eight for the year 1994. Do you recognize any of those voices? I mean, like, I slightly recognize kind of that voice, but I don't even... Oh, I'm three, searching for It's names. three individuals, three oh, artists okay. that were very popular in music oh. during that time and before. And here is the chorus. Tell me if you can come up with a song title by the chorus. Here we go. Let's make it all Oh, yeah. How about that? The all for love. Home for love. Congratulations, Sage. You're on the board. All right. Did you recognize any of those voices? Uh, not really, but maybe if you say them, I'll recognize one of them. Brian Adams? Yeah. Rod yeah. Stewart? Okay. And Sting? Oh, okay. Or maybe you know yeah. him as Gordon Sumner. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got one point so far out of 20, right. which isn't bad. All right. All right. This is the number seven song from 1994. What would be funny is if your mom would even know any of these. <laughs> I guarantee you're not going to know. I would like this. to see. Ready? Here's yeah. the intro to song number seven for the year. If I never you in my arms again. 
Uh, I'm just mm. going to go straight to the chorus. All right. Yeah. Here's the chorus. Any idea? I don't really have a clue, to be honest. No, um, I don't have a clue would be a good title for that song. It was yeah. Breathe Again by Tony Braxton. How Breathe did you not again. know that, Zay? I should have guessed Breathe Again by the words, but just kind of <laughs> lost. Words, the words are a really good giveaway. Okay, Breathe this is again. song number six for the year 1994. You're not going to get a lot, but anybody that knows the song will know it right away from this all opening right, guitar right. riff. Oh, That's all you get. This is for a million dollars. Listen mm. to that. I just lost a million. You just lost a million. That's okay. Here's the course or part of the course. So I, I turn the radio on, I turn the radio on, and this woman was singing my song. Lovers in love and the others run away. You have no idea what that song is, do you? No, I don't. I really need to touch up on my 90s music. I guess I'm slacking. Did you ever hear of a movie, Reality Bites, with Ben Stiller and Ethan Hawke and Janine Garofalo? No, I don't no. think so. That's okay. That song was called Stay by Lisa Loeb. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just humoring me right now? No, 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 no. I know who Lisa Loeb is. Okay. okay? I'm not that uncultured. We're <laughs> All right. Now we're in the top five. This is the number five song for 1994. Right. You ready? Yep. Here's the open. A little applause. He's coming out on stage. The piano is playing in the background. That's all you get for the open. And then we get to the chorus. And here we go. And then a hero comes along with the strength to carry Oh, who is that diva? I've, I've heard that before, but oh, I should know who it is. Do you know the name of the song? Um... Is it like, is it strength to carry on or no. just, no, I don't know. Hero. Oh. It's called Hero and it's Mariah Oh, Carey. duh. Jeez. Mariah Carey. Zade, I'm so sorry. I made this song, this song, this game so hard. This is so difficult. No, it's just, I've just not been catching up on my 90s music, really. You know what? I guarantee you're not going to get the top four. So I'm just going to play the chorus. Okay. Right. I'm not even going to give you the intros. This is the chorus song number four for the year 1994. I'll give you a hint. She sang the title song to Titanic. Did you ever see the movie Titanic? Oh, yeah, but I don't remember the title song. I think she's I like, French or maybe French Canadian. I feel like I should know these voices. I don't know. That was the power of love by Celine Dion. Oh, yes. Oh, Zay, this is a challenge. Here we go. This is the number three song. Oh gosh. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Here, I'm ready. Here we go. Okay, okay. I know this one. It's, it's you do? All Make Love to You. It's All Make Love to You. Of right? course it's All Make Love to You by the group uh, Boys to Men. You got it! Zade, how no. do you know Boys to Men? Um, I don't know. That's like one of the few 90s songs I do know. I only know like very specific 
genre and that's like uh that's a motown label that i do know that's yeah. awesome you are bringing it home okay so that means all number right, two right. are you ready for number two i am ready i'm ready here we go number one the number two song from 1994 all right who is that or what song it's, is that it's i swear i swear yeah. obviously and yeah it's, uh like Kenny Rogers. Kenny. I don't know. Oh, Kenny wishes. That was all for one. That's the name of the group. Really? Yep. Not to be confused with all for love, which was the number eight song that year. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So Zade, the number one song in 1994 number is a song, song by someone you've already heard in this top 10. All right. Okay. Are you All ready? Right. I'm ready. I'm going to give you just the open for those playing at home, and they might want to hear just the open. Here's the opening to that song. Nice little groove. Oh, I know this too. Maybe you've seen it on TikTok. Probably not. Oh, yeah. So here we go. This is the chorus. I just realized something. You strike me as a very crafty young man. I wouldn't be surprised if you were trying to Shazam that song as it was playing. Shazam it? Yeah. I don't think been... I can because oh. of the headphones. Oh, there you go. All right. Do I you wish, recognize though. that song? <laughs> do you um, recognize that too? I mean, I assume it's the same voice as like the, the Ace of Bass. Ace of Bass. That's whatever. right. Their third song in the top 10 third for the year song. 94. That's impressive. They had a good album that year, I guess. They had a good run. That's impressive. Yeah. It was the sign. The sign. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I should know by the words. I feel like a lot of those '90s songs have the all the yeah. words. In that's the right. Song. The words that, in the that's title. What I've just been trying to guess most of the time, but I've been failing a lot. What do you think? Should we do number songs number eleven through forty right now, just for fun? For oh, 1994? Yeah. I mean, I could definitely get at least like half of them. Go, sure. <laughs> go on, like gotta stay this. confident. You know, oh. I'm I'm very confident in my ability right now. So that was chart toppers. I don't know if I'm going to break that one out again for the rest of the year. Maybe maybe, I will. maybe with someone who has a more. Uh, broad musical expertise okay i will i will wait i will wait we had Paige uh on episode three she was really into 90s music i should have yeah. used it with her yeah Paige so. seems like she knows 90s music she does indeed well zade that is all of our time all right is this the first podcast you've ever been on yeah it is okay I mean, my dad's done i think a couple but this is my first so been a lot of fun oh thank well you thank you for having me thank you zade and thanks for everyone out there who's listening wherever you're streaming your favorite podcasts and if you're watching on youtube thanks for checking us out we'll see you next time on another episode of podfulness, podfulness.